98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. All right, going to start this 4 o'clock reset with, once again, a reminder. Our Phoenix Children's Hospital Giveathon is into its final two hours. Desert Financial Phone Bank, it's open for you. 602-933-4567. The phones have cooled off a little bit. We'd like to fire them back up. With a reminder, we have a triple match all day for Phoenix Children's from your Valley Hyundai dealers. So let's get those lines back cooking. 602-933-4567. We have about two hours to raise about $300,000 if we want to get to our goal of $2 million. Right? right? It's a lot of work to do when you look at it that way. Well, there's a lot of of listeners out there between our two radio stations and a lot of people that have been very supportive of good charitable events like this in the past, so we hope you come through. Yep, absolutely. And we start today's 4 o'clock reset where we get you caught up on everything going on in sports with the Arizona Cardinals. Speaking of which, Michael Bidwell has already come on these airwaves, made a donation to Phoenix Children's. His father, Bill Bidwell, has been announced, will be inducted into the Cardinals Ring of Honor at halftime of the season opener against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I saw that. I think that's a tremendous gesture, you know, uh, for bringing the organization here to Arizona. And and again, we can't discount what he's meant, but we have a professional football team here, and it's because of him. And his role in in hiring in its hiring standards in the NFL when it comes to African Americans being at the forefront of that, uh, he will be inducted into the Cardinals Ring of Honor at halftime of that September 11th game. Cliff Kingsbury, in the meantime, preparing his team for preseason game number two. They host the Ravens on Sunday at State Farm Stadium. The eventful offseason, he says it hasn't impacted a thing with the cards. We addressed it and talked about it, and I, I think when you have a type of competitive spirit that's in that locker room with some all-time great players that have played a lot of football and then a, a young group that continues to get better, that's all it's been. It's been about getting better, and any of that other stuff hasn't mattered at all. It has been an eventful offseason. He says it doesn't matter. And now they get to take on a Ravens team that hasn't lost a preseason game since 2015. <laughs> it starts at 5 o'clock on Sunday. Pre-game coverage begins at 1.30 here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Diamondbacks return to Chase Field tonight. They're going to see a familiar face in a less familiar jersey. Paul Goldschmidt and the St. Louis Cardinals make their annual visit to Chase Field. Tommy Henry gets the start against righty Miles Michaelis. First pitch, 640 here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports yeah, And Paul Goldschmidt having an MVP-type season. A lot of people feel that he is the favorite to win the MVP in the National League this year. Yep, so that game, you'll hear that game coming up tonight. This note from the NBA that we want to talk about for a few moments. The Portland Trailblazers, it has been learned, will not have their TV or radio broadcast team travel on road games this season. And I've seen some of the comments from the, some of the stories coming out of Portland. It's ridiculous. People are very upset by this. It's so cheap. How much is how much is the Portland Trailblazers worth? You can send four or five guys out to the road games. How much are you worth? I hope this is not the wave of the future. Because oh, if there's one, terrible, there's one terrible. thing we've learned is that the quality of these games when they're called during the pandemic, when they're called and you're sitting in a studio you can't see at everything. home, you can't see, you can't hear. It's dramatically impacted. Ask Bloomer. Ask Bloomer about what it was like to not be able to travel on the road. John Bloomer does such a great job with the Suns broadcast or, or K Ray. It's, it's, it's not the same. You don't get the same quality. Yeah, I hope this is not the wave of the future. 
future at all when it comes to broadcasting, but it's something that we wanted to pass along to you because the product does suffer, there's no doubt. But our top story of the day today on the Burns and Gambo Show, we started with the Cardinals, we end with the Cardinals, and of course their preseason game against the Ravens coming up on Sunday. And maybe this admission shocked some people today, maybe it didn't. Cliff Kingsbury today talking about Antonio Hamilton, who's gotten a lot of pub the last couple of days. He was featured on Good Morning Football. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Wants to retire his mom. Wants to retire his mom. mom. Wants to Mm -hmm. to stick with the Cardinals. Wants to stick in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury today says Antonio Hamilton has stood out at camp big time. Uh, Antonio Hamilton's been been really, uh, I would say, a nice surprise, but we we knew what type of competitor he was. I think he's continued to ascend and um, really taken over that that number two spot as of now. Um, Physical, tough, you know, edgy, every day, has a chip on his shoulder, and I really like what I've seen from him. Really taking over that number two spot for now. There's so much to unpack in that one little phrase, right? Because it's kind of a knock on Marco Wilson again, but it's also the words for now suggest that it's still fluid and open to change, especially if they bring in somebody else. Yeah, I wonder if it's more of a knock on Marco Wilson or more of a, a, a plus in how well he's played. You know, because that, you know, we, we could talk about Marco Wilson and how he was a starter last year and he was the fourth round draft pick out of Florida. But the most important thing is Antonio Hamilton's play, right? He's obviously had to play well enough to be in his position. Now, I fully expect that the Cardinals will trade for a cornerback. I'm going to continue to say that. I've been saying this for quite some time now. I do think a trade of a cornerback is going to come. Is it a number two cornerback? Is it a number three cornerback? I think it'll be a quality player. I do think they'll get a quality player via trade because they have to address it. They have to address it. Either way, as good as Antonio Hamilton's been, they still need another cornerback in this room. Another quality guy. 100%. Absolutely they do. And that's why I thought Cliff was very deliberate and very purposeful when he said the words for now. When he said Antonio Hamilton is our number two cornerback for now. Now, maybe he was referring to Marco Wilson and the opportunity to get that job back. I tend to agree with you that he said for now because he knows somebody else is coming. But it's obvious that, 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 like I say, there's a lot of messages to unpack there. And I think part of that, too, is another reminder to Marco Wilson. Hey, dude, you just got passed. All right. You know, we 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 said a couple weeks ago, Cliff did, that the jury is still out on Marco Wilson. Now with these comments today, for now, it's very clear Antonio Hamilton has just passed Marco Wilson on the depth chart as the number two corner on this team. And that's another message to Marco yeah. to not take anything for granted. Listen, his two is to look at us, right? Antonio Hamilton is an undrafted guy that's been released by several teams. And, you know, so you look at, okay, now if he was passing a first round draft pick or a second round draft pick, that may be more of a problem. He's passing a fourth round draft pick who got thrown into the fire last year because Malcolm Butler retired. And, you know, they just didn't have the, have enough depth there. So I don't really look at it like, oh my God, Antonio Hamilton's passed Marco Wilson. Whoa, what's wrong? Marco Wilson was a fourth round pick. Okay, we're not expecting fourth round picks to come in and start in the NFL at cornerback in this league. We just don't. So the fact that Antonio Hamilton has passed him, it's not a shock to me. I don't look at that and like, oh, that's, you know, again, if he was a first round pick, I mean, yeah. okay, that's, now I got a problem with my first round pick. He should be playing better than this undrafted kid who's been released four times. That's fair. Alright, so the preseason game coming up on Sunday, um, the, we, we know starters aren't going to play. We know Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Kyler Murray's not going to play. We also know the Baltimore Ravens haven't lost a preseason game since 2015. There's been acknowledgments, both from Cardinal players who used to be on the Ravens team and Ravens players and coaches that, yeah, 
This stuff matters to Baltimore. For whatever reason, this this is important to them. Not important yeah. enough that they're going to play their starters and run Lamar Jackson to the ground. They're not. But they take a certain amount of pride in this record historic win streak that's been put together in the preseason. And I wonder how far the Cardinals will go to match whatever energy and intensity the Ravens choose to put into this meeting house game on Sunday. I don't think that the... I mean, listen, if you can win the game, you win the game. But it was inter- interesting in reading Darren Urban's column on azcardinals.com today that, you know, that talk, like Hollywood Brown said, they take it serious, you know, talking about it. McSorley, uh, he, you know, Trace McSorley, he was there and he said, you know, he basically said that, uh, you know, it's important to them. He says it'd be cool if the Cardinals could end this streak. But, you know, he said, you better be ready because they're going to bring it. So <laughs> some of the guys that were on the Ravens, they look at this and they say, yeah, like they, Hollywood Brown and Trace McSorley, like, yeah, they, they play to win these games. Like, they, even though it's the backups, a lot of the backups, they, they try to win the game. So funny to hear those words talking about a preseason game, man. It really is. Texas, your thoughts. The FanDuel text line. It is open for you, as always, at 620-620 right now on the Burns and Gambo Show. When we come back, we've talked a lot about the weakness on paper that is that Cardinals cornerback room. Where do the rest of the Cardinals position groups rank when comparing them to the rest of the NFL? Where are the strengths? Where are the soft spots? We'll talk about it next. Burns and Gambo. Camp Takeoff 2022 is a go. Coverage presented by 72 Sold and Kona Brewing. Burns and Gambo on 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. All right, once again, Phoenix Children's Hospital, give We're in our final hour, hour and 40 minutes or so. So we'd love it if you'd call and donate 602-933-4567. We've got a goal. We've got a goal of $2 million by the end of our broadcast today, 6 o'clock. We've got some work to do to get there, and we are asking people in our community, boy, if you've waited, if you've heard the stories all week, or if you're just tuning us in for the first time and you haven't heard the stories all week, man, what a great time for you to donate to this wonderful, wonderful institution we have at Phoenix Children's. Yeah, it's just be, one of the best in the country. And to be a part of our fundraiser, we it really is the final countdown. I mean, we're down to an hour and 43 minutes left, and then that's it. Then our radiothon is over. So if you want to be a part of it with us, we'd love for you to call the Desert Financial Phone Bank at 602-933-4567. We'll have so much more on this coming up a little later. We just wanted to give you another reminder that the, the, the volunteers are still there. They're still taking the phone calls. 602 933 Four, five, six, seven. We just got done having a conversation about Antonio Hamilton, Marco Wilson, the corners for the Arizona Cardinals, the, the continuing belief from Gambo, and I believe him, that another corner is on the way, probably via trade and maybe even as soon as next week once teams get through preseason game number two, because really nobody's going to play that much in preseason game number three. It all kind of, uh, kind of makes sense. Today on ESPN.com, they, and I, I really enjoyed this because it's just to kind of see where they think the Cardinals position by position rank compared to everybody else in the NFL. ESPN did positional rankings for every single spot, running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, etc., etc., and where the Cardinals rank, in their opinion, compared to everybody else. Okay. Um, corners, since that's what oh, we're okay, talking let's, about. Let's start with that. 32nd in the league. 
Well, it's dead last. Dead last. See you and me, my yeah, friend. Dead it's last. Dead last, baby. Yeah, it's it's. Listen, and they say shakiest cornerback room. Cardinals said the Cardinals are a team looking to make a Super Bowl run, and so it was surprising to watch them all but ignore the cornerback position this past off season. Says Byron Murphy is serviceable. Marco Wilson has struggled. Antonio ha- Hamilton's a journeyman whose best option is is a nickel corner, and it mentions all the other guys and said just competing for snaps. Um, so. I understand that. It makes sense. I don't think that, the, now I think that the Cardinals room is going to tell you that we're a lot better than the 32nd ranked. You know, Murphy's been around for a couple of years. He's pretty good. I mean, Marco has struggled, but he played a lot last year. He's got some experience under his belt. Antonio Hamilton seems to be having a really good camp. And again, this, this unit changes once they make, and they know, I think they know it. They have to make a trade. I don't know what they're going to give up. It's probably, it's going to be a, probably a draft pick, but I think they kind of realize that like we need to address this, and we're not going to be good. Some guy off the street is not going to come in and help us. That's why it's very likely going to be via trade. The thing you've said all along is that if they were going to go out and get a street free agent, they would have done he'd it. Be by here now. By he, now. He'd be here by he'd now. He'd be here by now. And the fact that they haven't done it yet, those guys are no good. Really leads me to believe that you're on to something with the trade. That 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 that's because it, it would have happened by now. They would have wanted to bring that guy in by now. Now they go get that guy via trade. How much does this move them up the rankings? I don't know. I doubt. We'll get an answer to that, but uh, look, I haven't. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've analyzed every single cornerback room in the NFL. I have a hard time believing that there are that many that are worse than the Cardinals. It's just so thin. Yeah, it's so thin. Right now, I think now. they're going to end up with a good cornerback. I just, I, 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 I can't wait to find out who it is. Like, there's definitely some decent players that are on rosters that that could be moved. Because, like, a team may have a guy that's a fourth cornerback, and if the Cardinals are willing to give up a draft pick for that guy, they might say, okay, because my fifth cornerback's pretty good, too, so I'll trade that guy. So I think that I think they'll end up with a pretty good cornerback. I wouldn't be surprised if it's somebody that's got experience playing and uh, and could come in here and help them be one of their top three corners. Right, so the cards were last in the cornerback room. Let's go to off-the-ball linebacker, which has been obviously a topic of great amount of conversation when it you comes need to, to the watch. Cards. Yeah, they were ranked 17th in the NFL. I was surprised it was high enough that it was that high. And yeah, in the unit to watch, the Arizona Cardinals were the team that were chosen. And they write, with Jordan Hicks gone, the 23-year-old Zayvon Collins is positioned for a larger role opposite Isaiah Simmons, who played 89% of the snaps last season. If Zayvon Collins makes a big leap, this could quickly emerge as one of the league's best units. And that's what we keep saying about, and that changes the whole defense, right? That changes everything about this defense. If this group emerges with Collins and Isaiah Simmons and they're real good, it does change the whole outlook on this defense. This defense will be be a much better defense if those two guys just step up and play well. Now, Isaiah Simmons, I thought he played well last year. It even says here he played 89% of the stats, but it's up to Zayvon Collins and Isaiah. And Isaiah's going to be more all over the the field, but mainly Zayvon, right? If Zayvon is able to play on a regular basis, not be taken off the field that much, then this could be a really good unit. And he becomes a guy to watch in the preseason game coming up on Sunday just to, uh, once again, another opportunity to see how he does with the reps that he's going to be out there. Zayvon Collins is such a key guy to, in many ways, you could argue the whole the whole thing. Alright, I'll just go through the rest of it now. Okay, let's see. Uh, quarterbacks, 10th. 
in the NFL. Makes sense. I think Kyler Murray's right around 10, 11. Yeah, I think that's fair. Running backs, 23rd I don't know. James Collins had such a great year. Um, James Conner, I, I would say they're probably a little bit better than that. If they had Chase Edmonds back and it was that duo, I think they're a little bit higher than that. Um, James Conner did have a really good year. I think people are questioning whether he's going to be able to do it again. Wide receivers, fourth. The only wide receivers they had as better were the Bengals collection, the Bucks collection, and the Dolphins collection of wide receivers. And the there. Dolphins obviously making a lot of changes to their wide receiver group. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of great wide receiver groups, but I would say that the Cardinals are top five. That makes a lot of sense. Tight ends, sixth in the NFL. You know, you're basing it on, on Ertz, and, you know, we don't know if McBride's going to be good or not. We have a feeling it will be. Max Williams didn't play this year, so I would think that ranking is very much based on Zach Ertz. Interior defensive line, middle of the road, 16th in the NFL. Right down the middle. Okay. okay. Average. Edge, 25th. And that just scares me to death. That they don't have a pass rush? No, because the corners, right? Because the two often yeah, work, in work in tandem yep. with each other. If you have and, a good pass rush, then your corners don't have to cover as much. If you don't have a good pass rush and you have great corners, they have the ability to give your pass rush more time to get to the quarterback because guys aren't open. So, yeah, it does. You, you kind of want one of them to be... You need at least one of those units to be good to have a good defense. And uh, to me, the most surprising number of them all, safeties. 11th. I would have thought that would have been better. I don't get it either. I uh, mean, that, that's, people just not knowing how good Jalen... Everybody knows how good Buda Baker is. I think, they just don't know how good Jalen Thompson I is. I think that's exactly what it is. People just haven't quite figured it out yet. Right. But there are people here locally that think Jalen Thompson may be better than Buda Baker. Yeah, it was Dave Pash who said on Wolf and Luke's show about a week ago that he had two different people tell him that they think Jalen Thompson is the equal to Buda Baker right now. And not because Buda's taking a step back. That Jalen Thompson has elevated himself to that. Overall, they've got the Cardinals 16th in the NFL. When you add it all up, the one you missed. I just want to go back. Oh, what to the I, one I missed one. Offensive line twentieth. I apologize. I no problem. That one. Offensive line twentieth. Offensive line. I think they're a little bit better than that too. Yeah, that's not as egregious yeah. as the safety one, but I, I think they're a little bit better than twentieth. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. Especially with Rodney Hudson coming back. There has never been a better time than right now to get involved in Phoenix Children's and our Giveathon. We have a huge goal. We are getting there. We need your help. We'll check in on our progress next on the Burns and Gambo Show. The Giveathon for Phoenix Children's is presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers and the auction Indian community. 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station, and the Arizona Sports App. Giveathon on the Burns and Gambo Show. Cell phone number is 602-933-4567. We're into our final 90 minutes of our show and our final 90 minutes of our annual Giveathon. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal to us. It's a big deal to our community. It's a big deal to those kids. It's a big deal to the doctors and the nurses and the therapists and everybody who works over there. It's a big deal. To make sure that we continue to fund what is one of the best children's hospitals in the nation, one of the leading ones in the world, kids 
kids from other countries come here to go to Phoenix Children's. You have to work to protect it. It's a yeah. big deal, Look, Gambo. Here's the fact. This is a fact. Without donor support, Phoenix Children's Hospital would not be able to offer a lot of the programs that they do. They would not. A lot of these life-changing programs would not be available without donor support. So you could join in uh, the fun and be a part of this incredible giveathon by calling 602-933-4567. Again, that number is 602-933-4567. As we have been all day, we are in the middle of a triple match. We'll have much more in the way of details on that coming up later in just a couple of minutes. But we are under a triple match right now from your Valley Hyundai dealers, which is why it is a terrific time for you to call 602-933-4567, 602-933-4567, and tell that person on the other end of that line when you call, I want to become a champion of hope because it's the simplest, easiest way for you to help us out, $20 a month. And I understand not everybody can do that. If you can, if you've got it in you, if you can afford it, a champion of hope helps us the best, helps us the most right now. $20 a month, and we're going to take a teddy bear in your name to a kid in that hospital right now. Yeah, and listen, we're not, we're not going to turn down a $10 donation either, or a $5 donation. If you have the ability to donate and help, 602-933-4567. If you're a part of a business and you say, you know what, my business is doing really well right now. I want to make a bigger donation. By all means, 602-933-4567. Children in this hospital right now that cannot wait. There are, there are kids battling cancer. There are kids with heart defects. There are kids with brain injuries in this hospital right now. All of those things are happening. All right. Let's do a check presentation now. And we've been talking all day long about this triple match with our check presentation right now. Earnhardt Hyundai, Avondale, Santan, North Scottsdale with another great check presentation. Tom Shearn, the general manager of Santan Hyundai, along with Mark Rushford and Adam Breen. Some local Earnhardt dealerships going out on their own and going over and above to make even more donations to the Giveathon. Is that right? That is 100% correct. And Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, we are also donating an additional $10,000. And Earnhardt Hyundai in North Scottsdale is going to add to that another $10,000. Earnhardt Hyundai, Santan Hyundai is adding another $10,000 to that. So that's $30,000 right there. Yeah, I think that deserves another round of applause. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, wow. thirty thousand wow. dollars from those three dealers. Look that at, is fantastic. Look, they're all trying to top each other, right? Well, we're going to do ten thousand. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do ten thousand. Great, we appreciate it. Thank yeah, you very that much. That is great. Awesome donation. Thank you so much. It goes a long way towards uh, towards helping this hospital do the things that they need to do to help these kids get healthy. All right, let's talk about these kids and let's tell you another story of hope. And it's presented by Madame Holmes, and it's Katie's story. Katie was a normal little kid. She loved to play. She loved to get special treats from Starbucks. She suddenly developed a super aggressive cancer tumor that turned her life and her family's life upside down. Doctors gave her about a 20% chance of survival, and she was transferred to Phoenix Children's and their oncology department. Katie's mom decided in the face of such a very grave prognosis for her daughter, she was going to spend what time she had left with her in the very best way she could, thanks to the staff at Phoenix Children's Hospital. This 
This is Katie's story. Katie, what was so unusual about Katie was, uh, or I guess different, um, it was like she knew knew this was coming or it felt like she was prepared. Friday from school and told her mom that she couldn't pee. Took her to a, another local hospital and they were able to catheter and get her cleaned out and said didn't know what was happening. Two o'clock in the morning Katie comes in the bedroom and says I gotta go bad and I can't go. Had to run her down back down to the hospital. Finally they got her in a visit to PCH that day. You know, doctor came out and he was white as a sheet and said they found a tumor and that's when our our world started getting changed and being turned upside down. When you cry rhabdomyosarcoma cancer 20% chance of survival pushed us across the driveway in the PCH from then on man that's uh, that was our new home along with the doctor's help she just uh, carried on with life and made a lot of trips to Starbucks she got fluid in the lungs and got drained and then and her doctor came out and told us that the cancer was taking over the lungs, that it was everywhere in there, and just that she maybe had three weeks. We get out of the hospital and hospice. Her mom had a talk with her and said, Katie, you know, there's this place called Ryan House. She said, no, I don't want to go. You know, I don't want you to go there either, but in these last days, I don't want to be your nurse. I just want to be your mom. This is where she passed away at, in that room, and think we ever did for her because, because my wife was able to just be mom. We're really thankful for the people at PCH were indebted to that hospital. We'll do anything to help. I'll say it again. I don't know how you're supposed to talk after hearing I don't either. a story like that. How do you expect us to have a conversation when a well, kid dies like that? Um, boy, I, that, that story is, it just reaches right into your guts and just twists them around. It really does. Um, that's just the, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't be, be your nurse. Mom. I want to be your mom. Yeah. I just, I just want to be your mom. And that's the kind of stuff that, that, you know, 
not everybody gets fixed, right? Not every, not everybody gets cured, but even in those moments, what Phoenix Children's Hospital is able to do for a mom and dad like that, for Katie to, to be able to comfort them and guide them through is what is probably the most difficult thing any human being could possibly go through is, again, another testament to what the hospital is all about and the power of Phoenix Children's Hospital. So um, the phones are ringing. Let's keep them ringing. We we know they're ringing at 602-933-4567. We want to keep them ringing because we are in the middle of a triple match from the Valley Hyundai dealers. Triple match. Triple match. Triple match. Now is the best time to call 602-933-4567 to donate to PCH. Triple your donation now. It's the Giveathon Triple, Triple Match. We're getting word from our volunteers. The phones are ringing. We need to keep them ringing. 602-933-4567. 602-933-4567. That story is going to motivate a lot of people to understand the value and the importance of the what hospital. Did, what, did, what did Katie love? Starbucks. Starbucks. And you say this all the time, and it's so true. Skip Starbucks twice a month. You'll, there's your 20 bucks a month. That's skip, it. Skip Starbucks two, three times a month. Just skip it. For everybody who goes to Dutch Brothers or Starbucks, man, you could just skip it two to three times a month at Epic. You could become a champion of hope in Katie's honor. I mean, that's what it made me think of. You know, she loved Starbucks. Lots of trips to Starbucks before she passed away because that's what she loved. And you could uh, skip that yes. two or three times a month. And it, and just know every time you pass, pass by, you'd be like, hey, my money went to go help kids like Katie. 100%. I do say that all the time. And I, that, 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 that's right. it. You're Absolutely. Right. Skip Starbucks three uh, times a month and you're going you're gonna to become a champion of hope. You're going to become a champion of hope. $20 per month is what we're asking. That's what we want you to tell the volunteer when you call $20 a month and a teddy bear will be delivered to a patient in your name right now. 602-933-4567. 602-933-4567. Triple match. Valley Hyundai dealers right now. Phones are ringing. We want to keep them ringing. We want to push this as hard and as, and as well as we can. Yeah, and I really, I truly mean that. I mean, if you've got the ability to donate any amount of money, 602-933-4567. We are really down to our last hour and 15 minutes. And I promise you, you won't hear from us again until this time next year. You know, we don't we don't, we don't, don't do this on a regular basis, but we like to give back to the community. We do. We want to give back. This radio station is committed. Bonneville International committed to giving back to our community. And uh, so this is where we reach out this week. And we ask you to help us uh, be the biggest uh, Radiothon fundraiser for a children's hospital in this country. Here's your number again, last time, 602. Not the last time for you to call, just the last time I'm going to say it right now. I promise it's not your last time. 602-933-4567. 602-933-4567. And when we come back on the Burns and Gambo Show, we will do our very best to talk a little sports and talk a little baseball. And we're going to do it with one of our favorites, Mark Grace from Bally Sports. He'll join us next here on the Burns and Gambo Show. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo talk Diamondbacks baseball with a D-backs broadcaster. The Booth. The Booth. 
Hey, joining us right now from Bally Sports Arizona. Thank you, Mark Grace, for that delay a little bit. We just had to get that information out. It is always a pleasure to have you on the show to talk to you back baseball with us. How you doing, man? Good afternoon, gents. What's happening? Happy well, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's second half of the season since the All Star break. We're seeing some uh, some great D backs baseball. This outfield defense is fantastic. We'll talk about that in a second. I just want to get your thoughts on what you're seeing out of Gallon and Merrill Kelly. This one two punch and how good those two guys have been. Well, it's it's dominance. It's it, they're making it look easy. And um, once again, I, you can't compare them to Johnson and Schilling. That's just not fair to to these two. Right. But, but what you're seeing, and I, I've said this before on the pre and post game show, is you're seeing two guys now that I, I remember driving to the ballpark of Randy Johnson and or Kurt Schilling uh, were pitching, and I knew driving to the ballpark, we're gonna, you know, unless something weird happens, we're going to win this baseball game. And I have a feeling that uh, their Diamondback teammates are feeling that way right now when Zach Gallen or Merrill Kelly take the mound. Like once again, I'm not going to compare them to, to two in my opinion Hall of Famers, but they are they're they're on a Hall of Fame uh, they're having Hall of Fame month right now. Yeah, listen, I, we, we we talked earlier about you know who won the trade between the, the Marlins and the D-backs, and Jazz Chisholm's a nice player, but I said look, he's not Joe Morgan, all right? I mean, he's a right. good second baseman, but the chance to have an ace, I mean, any day of the week, you'd rather have an ace pitcher like Zach Gallen over a you know a decent second. And I'm not saying Jazz Chisholm's not Jazz Chisholm's not a good player, he is, but like I said, he's he's not Joe Morgan. He's just a nice second baseman. You got to go with the ace pitcher. I, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, you, if you can get if you can get a number one, and I think uh, I think most people will tell you that have watched Zach Gallon since he's been in a Diamondback uniform. He's a legitimate number one. Now, you know, I I throw out the COVID year, really the two COVID years. Those those just don't count when you know you've got cardboard fans in the stands and crap like that. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was just very difficult for these guys. Uh, life on the road. Uh, where you gotta ask for permission to go to the bat, you know, to use the hall bathroom or something like that. Uh, you know, it, it's it's yeah yeah gamble. You and I couldn't even go have a beer in the freaking uh, hotel lobby or anything like that. So it was bad. I, I throw that out. But this year, uh, I think uh, we've seen Zach especially uh, return to what we saw when his first year here, when he was breaking breaking rookie records, uh, and and he just uh, it, it's it's interesting too because um, I remember listening to. You know, not necessarily you guys, but just chatter around uh, around Arizona. Uh, you know, on the on the the sports talk radio when when they signed Merrill Kelly out of out of South Korea, it was almost like it was a joke. It was almost like, hey, man, just hand us the trophy. The Diamondbacks uh, signed some some cat named Merrill Kelly. Well, I mean, I had never heard of him before, and I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, what's that? But we found out that Merrill Kelly has been a godsend in the in the handful years he's been here. Gracie, I can't think of anybody else I would rather ask this question to, and I mean that given your history at the position, your history with the organization. Gambo and I organically just kind of backed into a conversation earlier in the show today. Okay. With the St. Louis Cardinals in town today, and with Paul Goldschmidt having an MVP kind of year, right? is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, wow. What a good question. I think... Uh, 300 this- homers. 300 homers. 
Seven-time All-Star, what, four gold gloves, I think? I mean, I mean, at, at this point, I think, uh, you know, God forbid if he if he uh, got hit by a train and, and, and couldn't play ever again, I think he might come up a little bit short. Okay. But I think if he, if he, if he continues for, you know, three or four more years to put up the kind of numbers he's put up, I think uh, there's a spot in Cooperstown for him, no question. And, and part of the, 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 the conversation was kind of centered around the idea that if he wins the MVP this year, which he's right now trending if to the do. If season ended today, he would win it. He would win it, right. right. And so is was with that MVP, if he does win it, is that enough that if he's a no to push him over into the yes? And I, I think you're right. A lot of it just depends on kind of how the how the career closes, right? How does age, right. you know, season 35, 36, 37 go for him? That That's probably going to tell the story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and I remember, guys, when I was 35 years old, I was still a good good baseball player. When I was 37, I sucked. <laughs> so, so I mean, it, when it when it goes, it goes fast. Trust me. And and you know, it, it, Paul, Paul will know, but but I, I can promise you, that this guy. I remember I remember when I was when I was his uh, hitting coach. I, I remember describing him. He was Jesus Christ in a baseball uniform. You know, he he hit he hit for power. He was a, a great defensive first baseman. He's a great base runner, and 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 he's the hardest worker on the team. You know, he, he just studies video. He, he, he works on his swing constantly. I mean, this guy cares, and uh, you know, the Cardinals are very lucky to have him. You know, I was saying, uh, as I, I rave about Alec Thomas, he actually dropped a ball the other day. I, I thought he lost it. That. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, <laughs> Alec Thomas dropped a ball. I was like, maybe it was the sun. Then, no, he just dropped it. But, listen, we've seen Devon White, Steve Finley, Chris Young. I think this is the best defensive center fielder the Diamondbacks have ever had. And then you see the play by Dalton Varsho the other day. I mean, I don't my jaw dropped, and then and then McCarthy is maybe the, one of the fastest players I've ever seen in a Diamondback uniform. Crazy! This outfield defense, nothing against David Peralta, but this outfield defense is a lot better with David gone because of this. The youngsters, their speed and their athleticism. No question. And and not only the defense, guys. We've seen the defense. They're they're crashing into walls. They're making diving catches. They're, it's just pure speed and and athleticism. And it also, guys. And I'll I'll, I'll go. Oh, you know, just take a little little different route here. If you've been watching this team in the last uh, month, it's they have by by necessity they have they've changed their identity on on offense. They've only got one legitimate power hitter in their lineup, and that's Christian Walker. And everybody else, it seems like now they have to they have to get on base. They have to try to steal bases. They have to try to move runners over. They bunt now. Uh, they they do they've completely changed their identity. The last couple years, guys, they were a boring, let's go up there and just try to hit home runs. You know, and and if we, if we you know, strikeouts be damned. And, and let's just go up there and try to hit home runs. You're not seeing, it's a much more exciting brand of baseball that I'm watching. And and it's and it's leading to to not only not only more wins, you know, but but they seem to be in, in damn near in every game. You know, they're, yeah. they're so much more competitive than we've seen uh, in in the last couple of years and earlier this year. So good to hear your voice. It's always a pleasure to watch you on Bally Sports. Man, thanks for stopping by for a few minutes, Grace. We hope life is treating you really well because you deserve it, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon, okay? Oh, man, you guys are great. Thanks so see much. You at the, good talking to you. See you at the ballpark tomorrow. You got it. I'll be here, pal. All right, you got it. Mark Grace joining us live from Chase Field tonight, D-backs and the St. Louis Cardinals, and it's coming up here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. When we come back, 
final hour of the show, and you better believe we've got a goal in mind. We've got a hospital to help, and we're asking you to do it. Phoenix Children's Hospital Giveathon. We've got a goal to get to two million dollars, and we've got a triple match, and it's time for the big final push, and that's next on the Burns and Gambo Show.